Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to the Two Marks and a Spark Wrestling Podcast. Uh, I don't want to talk too much here at the top of the show. It's just me. This is, I'm recording this after uh, we recorded the show last night. Um, we got the news overnight that Bobby Eaton passed away. Uh, obviously, just immediate shock. He's one of those guys that has been around for a long time that you just never really expected to go. Um just always great I've only ever heard great things about Bobby Eaton I've heard he's one of the nicest guys in the business and really just a a, a tragic situation uh, beautiful Bobby Eaton passes away last night um, just really a, a sad situation more to come on that um, but we're going to get into the show uh, I don't have too much to say right now. Uh, there's probably going to be another show this weekend uh, talking all about Bobby Eaton. For the few of you that probably don't know who he is. But uh, yeah, you're listening to Marks and a Spark. Stay tuned. <laughs> Welcome back to the Two Marks and a Spark Pro Wrestling Podcast, brought to you by ExpressVPN, expressvpn.com slash spark. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what? Right, right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um. So, where, where do we start? <laughs> we, we, there's, geez, there's a lot going on this week. Okay. Um, we didn't do a show last week. It wasn't totally on purpose, but it ended up kind of being a good thing. Because a lot of what we had on the rundown last week has been made entirely irrelevant. Oh boy. <laughs> do we have a lot to get into. So let's just get right into it. Uh, Dynamite last week was great. I didn't like the death match, but other than that, it was great. We're not going to go too in-depth on it. We'll talk about Dynamite this week more in-depth, but... The Gage Jericho Dynamite I thought was really good. Uh, Bryce, where do you want to start in all this crap? Well, we got we got to sl- somehow find an order for all of this weird things that have been happening. Okay, in so apparently, pro wrestling just decided to flip, like to t- take a shit this week. So to so to speak. Um, if that's the term you want to use, that's cool. I don't, I don't know what to say here. Well, let's start with the elephant in the room. Bray Wyatt. (laughs) Bray Wyatt's, yeah. Bray Wyatt is released. What? (laughs) That was my, that was my reaction. I did not expect this. At all. No, no, no one did. This came out this of nowhere. Is, this is literally out of left field. And no one saw this coming. And we're not gonna we're not gonna speculate on why because it's pointless. It's it, it doesn't matter, really. It, it really it it doesn't mean shit. Our speculation isn't gonna do anything to aside the fact. Like what the hell is going on? 
So we now have zero members of the original Wyatt family in WWE now. That's crazy. So, okay. For the record, WWE tweeted this first. Sean Rossap didn't even report this first. WWE tweeted it, deleted the tweet, and then put it back up. Right. What? This is... I... I... What there's just there's just so many things I don't understand about this. This doesn't make sense from any level at all. Cause like, they what was their reason? They 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 used the same bullshit uh, budget cuts. Budget cuts. Even though I'm pretty sure Bray Wyatt's um, merch sales have been like some of the best they're top three top five in the company when he's top active. three top five in the company for probably quite a while when he's active when he's when he's active but regardless so that that excuse already is like right okay that's kind of um probably not probably yeah probably worth noting. so noting. here's the other thing Apparently, the reason he'd been gone for so long was a medical issue. This is coming from Dave Meltzer. It was a medical issue, and he'd just gotten cleared. When he was released, he got cleared? Well, he got cleared, and then he was released. Okay, so they waited until he was cleared to release him. Well, they can't release a guy if they're hurt, at least not most of the time. They've done it, but it's rare. I was going to say, they can. They just It's like a taboo thing. Yeah, they shouldn't do it. I don't even know, like... Okay, so the Wyatt release is weird to me. I just feel like there's so much we don't know. Yeah, and... We literally know nothing. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, I'm sure there's a reason somewhere that we just don't know. But it's just... And knowing Bray, he's going to tell us before too long. He'll tell us eventually, and you know we'll we'll talk about it when it happens. It's just, it's just bamboozles our brains. Yeah, and it's a little upsetting because, like, I mean, I hated the booking around the fiend, but like, I liked Bray Wyatt. Yeah, like this 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 upsets me to see him go like this. Yeah, to say the this, to say the least. Yeah, this is this is a bad look. I, there's just no way to make this look good. I mean, really, and it got worse two days later when Fightful Select reported that Adam Cole's contract has expired and he's working through SummerSlam and then he's done. Um, this uh, is, it, it, and here's the crazy part: they didn't know his contract expired. What did they forget? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's what happened. When they started doing NXT on the USA Network, most everybody in NXT signed a five-year extension. But some people slipped through the cracks. They offered it to Adam Cole. He didn't sign it. Oh, okay. Lose, losing Adam Cole... Cole. And Bray Wyatt oh, God. is a blow. Again, to this we don't know that Adam Cole is leaving the company. We no. don't know that. We just know that his deal's up. 
This 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 might just be something to get a better contract. Who knows? But if he is leaving the company, this is like a haymaker. Well, I'd put it at like a sixty forty. He's staying with WWE, but you know, we 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 just don't know yet. It's so weird. Like, how did they not know? I guess he didn't know either. Like, he just thought his contract... Because the report was his contract went to the end of the year. So, I think he thought it did. Is everyone just forgetting their deals? Well, he probably did because he's been there for like... And here's the thing with Cole. He should have been on the main roster years ago. He's done everything there is to do in NXT. I mean, like... What the hell are they going to do? I... Here's the thing. I already don't really have that much of a reason to watch NXT. I really don't watch NXT. The only reason I've been kind of on and off watching it is because we do this show. Right. But, like, even then. NXT's quality has been going down the dump as well. I mean, they had a couple of strong shows once they moved to Tuesday. But, like, after that, it's just been bleh. I like Hit Row. I mean, obviously, I like I liked Karrion Cross. It seems like they're burying him. Yeah, when he's not getting pinned by uh, Jeff Hardy and Keith Lee on Raw. Jeff Hardy in in a minute and forty three seconds or whatever the hell that was. Ugh. Good lord, what what the hell is going on around there? That's what I want to know. What the Ooh. hell? This booking is just. <clears throat> yeah, it's so bad, dude everything do you remember a month ago we were talking about how evergreen the pastors were and everything was just going to be great and you know we, the crowds are coming back and da, 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 da. what we didn't realize freezing was, cold takes <laughs> we didn't what we didn't realize was that it was just the catalyst for the forest fire Sean Ross, now, Sapp, Sean Ross Sapp on the list and your boy, or the list and your girl, I guess it was, because Denise was on there instead of Jimmy Van. But on Fightful's YouTube channel today, he said he's worried that this is turning more and more into WWE ECW than it is NXT. And I, I unfortunately agree with him. I, it's not what I want to happen, but that's really what it feels like. It's becoming a joke. Uh, and that's so unfortunate. Because back when the show was an hour... It was awesome. It was very enjoyable to watch. And now it's just becoming a two-hour clown fest. And, and I, I don't even think were... the fact that it's two hours is the problem. I, I really no, don't. No, they, 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 they have the talent to make a good two-hour NXT show on a weekly basis. It's not like this is Raw, where three hours is a big part of the issue. No, length isn't the issue here. It's Vince got his hands on it. And Kevin Dunn got his hands on it. And whoever the hell else. I, I don't know, man. Hunter got arrogant about it. Hunter obviously knows how to run the company. Like, obviously. He did it for years and they were fine. It feels like Hunter is losing gra- a, a grip here as to what's going on and doesn't have as much control as he did, which wouldn't surprise me because they're not just on the network now or Peacock right. or whatever. I, t- I don't know, man. 
There's there's a lot of factors that are playing into this. And it, it, the, they're all unfortunate. And it gets worse because then Ric Flair asks for his release on Monday. Yeah. What? <laughs> and he's gone. Ric Flair has been released by WWE. They didn't even wish him well on his future endeavors in the release post on their website. Who, who is showing up to the WWE Hall of Fame thing anymore? <laughs> Dolph Hogan and that's it? <laughs> and Shawn Michaels and a couple other people? Half the legends are gone! Is Booker still there? I think Booker's still under contract. For, for now. Good lord. For now. Knowing until Booker. They decide, until they decide to shoo him out the door, too. Oh. The day that happens, oh boy. Oh, God. <sighs> and we can't even say it's off the table anymore. A month ago, I would have said they're never going to let go of Ric Flair. <laughs> well... We've we've got a lot of reconsidering to do here, because I think anything's possible now. Oh my! For God. for the for the worse. Yeah, nothing is good right now. For WWE, it's just all downhill. I mean, yikes! Vince opened up a can of shit worms, and he passed a can to every wrestling fan. Oh my God! It's so bad. Everything right now is so bad. And to make the bad worse, Sean Ross Sapp reporting today, as in the day we're recording this Wednesday night, um, another free agent has reportedly inked a deal with AEW, that being Ruby Riot, now Ruby Soho. Uh, uh-oh. <laughs> Right. I mean, kiss Liv Morgan goodbye, I guess. I, I, I can't see her staying with Bo Dallas gone and Ruby gone. I, th there's no way she's staying. And the problem is she's over. <sighs> That's That puts her in a tough spot. I, I don't know, man. This... I guess I, I don't know what her contract is. Neither do I. It doesn't matter. She's probably leaving at the end of it because who isn't leaving? Everyone, the car's on fire and no one's at the wheel right now. Yeah, like now normally Ruby Riot going to AEW wouldn't be that big of a deal. Like it would be cool, and we'd appreciate it, but. I just feel like it's a sign of where things have gotten. Like, it's just compounding with everything else happening right now. Between the Flair stuff, the Bray stuff, the Adam Cole thing is just laughable. The, rea the reality is starting to hit. It, it's like a like a like a like a freight train. Right, and normally, like Ruby Riot going to AEW would have yes an impact, but she's not a needle mover. Like she's not. A CM Punk. She's not a Brian Danielson. She's not she's, John Cena. She's a she's a solid talent. She's she's a good pickup. She she will be a a valuable member of the roster. But the problem is now that on top of Cole not signed until 
or not signed past SummerSlam. Apparently, according to Fightful Select as well, they haven't offered him an extension yet. So today is August fifth. SummerSlam is August twenty first. That is two weeks from now. Well, it's Two-ish, August fourth when we're recording this. This is going up on Thursday, so August fifth. Well, a little more than two weeks. But, jeez, jeez, man, you don't have time to dick around if you want to keep him. Cause guess what, Vince? Guess what, Hunter? If he leaves and you don't release him, there's no non-compete. He can go anywhere he wants immediately. This could be Lex Luger showing up at the Mall of America on the first episode of Nitro all over again. Jeez. This is... This is... This is messy. It is a mess. And for all we know, WWE could have a plan here. But somebody's leaking this Adam Cole thing. Somebody wants this news out. Whether it's from Adam Cole's side, WWE, a middleman. Somebody wants this news out. Because that's that's the thing in leaks. Whenever something leaks, it's because somebody wants it out. Someone has intentions behind it. Correct. There's never an accidental, oh, this got out. That doesn't... That's, that's not how information works. No. If something gets out to a Sean Ross Sapp, a Brian Alvarez, a Dave Meltzer... It's not by accident. Somebody wants it out there for any number of reasons. And I and I don't agree with Colin Cowherd all the time, but that's something he says a lot, and I do agree with that. It's Makes sense. It, if information like that gets out, it's because somebody wants it out. We talk about it all the time in other sports. And I know pro wrestling isn't a sport, but we talk about it all the time in professional sports. If a player isn't happy and they want it to get out that they're not happy, they'll have their agent leak it. That's right. It happens all the time. And pro wrestling is no different in that regard. Because... Leaks are leaks, and they happen for the same reason pretty much everywhere. Somebody wants it out. Now, the Ric Flair thing didn't really leak. Kind of did. Not really. It was teased like the night before but I, by, I think, Cassidy Haynes of Bodyslam.net. But, like... So, we have now... Potentially by the end of August, CM Punk, Brian Danielson, Adam Cole question mark, Ruby Riot, all on non WWE television. What the hell is going on? 
What the hell? This... This is alternate universe level shit. Right, exactly. This is this is crazy to me. This none of this makes any sense. I I want to make that blatantly clear. None of none of these choices make any sense on WWE's behalf. And maybe there's something behind the scenes that we don't know. But if, I if there I, is, I, I would. I, if there is, I would very much like to know what their logic is because it is not making any sense to any of us and apparently the reason rick wanted his release was he was unhappy with charlotte's booking frankly i can see why she's been a prominent figure but that doesn't mean the booking's been good he apparently didn't like the lacey evans storyline yeah, neither did i <laughs> <laughs> that's what made me stop watching that, raw i mean I don't, I don't think any of us like that angle so rick flair is gone adam cole maybe gone and you fired bray wyatt and you fired braun Strowman. Which, say what you want about Braun Strowman, they shouldn't have done that. No. That was really the first of the releases that didn't make any goddamn sense. Like, a lot of them don't make sense. Braun Strowman is just such a WWE guy. Yeah. He was. He was. He just felt so, like... Built for that. He felt he felt so built for it and ingrained in their formula. Like I I don't get it from any other reasoning than they're trying to quote unquote cut costs like they need to. But they, that's can't be the reason. There's no way. I don't know, Bryce. Dude, none There's of this. No way. None of this works out to anything. That's the thing here. None of this adds up to anything. Like, usually if there's a release, it adds up to something. It's just, it's like they hit the random button on everything. What? Or just the fire everybody button or the clear roster button or something. Who's next? Are they going to release Kofi next week? Like, the way things are going, who knows? Are they going to release Drew McIntyre? Yeah, because apparently people who have won world championships aren't safe. <sighs> Next thing you know, we're going to hear Shawn Michaels got released. And everyone is going to collectively be like, I'm sorry, what? Right. Are they going to release Bobby Lashley while he still has the title? I mean, oh my god. Oh boy, there's, and the speculation is, and we don't like to speculate on this show, we fantasy book like hell, but speculation is not our forte, uh, that they're trying to cut big contracts. WWE is? Yeah. Okay, I get it. Bray probably did have a big contract. Do you know why? Because Bray got in, drew a lot of money. 
Do you know why? Because Bray Wyatt was over whether you like him or not. Who do you think? Who do you think's next, Ben? I don't if know, they're talk- dude. If they're, if they're talking about big contracts, Goldberg. I, I hope any, any anyone's free game. They're, they're not gonna get rid of John, but Vin, Vince likes his his um, grandpa legend. Oh no, no, I can't say that anymore. Ric Flair got released. <laughs> I can't even make that argument anymore, can I? Oh, oh no! God. Oh no, dude. Who's going to be on the SummerSlam card is what I want to know. Like, <laughs> oh, what oh. the fuck? Oh, God. Well, <sighs> speaking of SummerSlam, Bryce, I think it's time we promote our weekend extravaganza that we're going to be doing here on the show. Yeah, we're, we're all going to be uh, me and Ben here are going to be hanging out. Yes. And recording live, quote unquote, in studio shows. In 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 studio, we're gonna be in the same room together. We're gonna be doing SummerSlam. We have never recorded a show in the same atmosphere. Yeah, so it'll be a fun experience for both of us. Or the mics are gonna feed back like hell, and it's gonna sound like shit, and we're not actually gonna upload it. One of the two well, things is gonna happen. Hope well, hopefully that is not an issue, but we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Well, both of our mics reject from the back, so I don't think it'll be a problem. Yeah, so we we got we got dark rampage, SummerSlam, and Takeover. You mean dynamite? Or you said dark. Dynamite, dark. Oh, the, speaking the, of dark, the, 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 who watched AEW okay, Dark yeah, this yeah, week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't even have to watch it to hear about this. It was all over Twitter. Oh. Fuck. Max Caster, my man. What the hell did you... Bro, you're lucky you didn't get your ass fired. The fact you have a job. Tony Khan is not happy with you right now. And there's a lot of people who aren't happy with you. Rightfully so. You idiot. (laughs) Dude. You, You felt like it was hip and cool to rap something that you shouldn't have. Oh. On TV. Well... YouTube, but um, why? Who edits these shows? Yeah, who who thought that keeping this in was a good idea? I think that's just as confusing. That guy shouldn't have a job, and I'm not sure Max Caster should either. Yeah. You know what? You know what? This is Caster's first strike. Give him a break. But this is not the first editing snafu on these dark, dark elevation shows. These are pre-taped shows. Like, they, they, they have to watch these. No, 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 no. So, according to what Tony Khan has said, is they weren't getting edited very heavily, and they were just adding in the transitions and stuff. Then why so the they hell are being... you pre-taping it? So they were being lazy is what you're telling me. So now Tony Khan's going to go in and edit the shows himself, which, oh my God, this guy's going to kill himself. This guy's going to have a heart attack in like a month. That's a lot of, that's a lot of bullshit to go through. You have to, you have to watch chaos project on a week to week basis. God. So, 
Okay. This what Max Caster said by the way. I'm not going to repeat it here mostly because I like my show and I don't want to get freaking sued. Look look it up if you want the full. It's bad. Thing. It's, it's bad. bad. I don't want to soil my mouth with such words. Neither we were going to like one of us was going to read it and then we scrapped it because quite frankly it's worse than you think. Um it's tasteless to say the least uh just a lot of bad this week to be honest uh i didn't watch raw i saved myself from that i only saw the thumbnails for youtube clips and well i don't think we missed much bryce you know what we did watch tonight dynamite <laughs> we watched we watched something good the 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 shining light in the darkness of this week so far God. okay so we're gonna get into dynamite in a minute but like hold on let's go back here for a second this max caster thing it's not worse than what Guevara said because i know that's what everybody's gonna ask me <sighs> doesn't make it good that doesn't make it right it's watch your mouth dude literally like there are kids in that building like uh, you're on TV watch what you say and that's the thing is you know he got cocky and arrogant because he's like oh it's just going on YouTube it's no big deal you know that was the thought process yeah Maybe not a lot of people watch this show initially, but then guess what? As soon as one person hears about it, it's all over Twitter. It's all over everywhere. And it was the front page. It was for trending. Like, it was trending for like half the night, and I, I saw it in the middle of my my shift at work, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> You did so, a bad, sir. So Dark Elevation has 466,000 views. Uh, Dark itself has 241,000. Oh, uh, no. And I think Dark is where he made the actual gaffe. No, never underestimate how fast... Uh, how fast uh, information can travel. Oh, I'm sorry. That's from last week. Hold on. Where's the one from this week? Uh, Dark from this week has 233, and Dark Elevation has 351,000. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. And this was the 100th episode of Dark, too. Oh, what a freaking gaffe. Oh, my God. That's a yikes, buddy. I, I don't know what else to say besides that's a freaking yikes. Well, Bryce, you... dude, I, I don't know what to say. Like, how do we transition into talking about this Dynamite show? Uh, Don't be an idiot. Seriously, and don't freaking fire people for budget cuts when you're doing record profits. That's correct. That now... would be like if me and Bryce all of a sudden just hit the big time and started getting 5 million listeners a week, which is 
probably never going to happen. And just all of a sudden, just making bazooka dollars. And then we fire our art designer for budget cuts. That'd be some real clown shit. First of all, I wouldn't fire her. Like, Bryce knows this. She's a very talented individual. Yeah, she's not going anywhere. Second of all, budget cuts when you're doing record profits? Give me a break. We we have a little too much uh, transparency with our show to let such a folly occur. Also, I wouldn't, like, let her contract expire and not know about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can tell we you... We, we don't just forget things. I can tell you the exact date everyone on this show's team's contracts expire. There's two people under contract, and me and Bryce co-run the thing. And there's two people that work for us. And they are both under contract for a very long time. Right. Period. Neither one of them are going anywhere unless they want to. Oh, let's talk about this freaking dynamite show. Yes, sir. So, we open this show with MJF on commentary for the third labor of Jericho. <laughs> I want to point out that during his entrance, he took a fan's sign, ripped it up, and then wiped his crotch with it. Uh, Wait, did I miss that? Wait, did I miss that? <laughs> yes, you missed that. You weren't paying attention. I think you were. Okay. I think you were like thinking about the pizza you made too much. Yeah, maybe I was taking like a bite from my pizza. No, your notice. pizza wasn't done yet. So Bryce, during this show, decided, "Hmm, I'm gonna make a pizza," and he just didn't shut the fuck up about the pizza for like 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> all right well i i missed that little bit but i watched the match jericho versus guerrera is <sighs> it was a match 17 years too late 17 years too late uh, it was it was fine uh, they were not on been, the same page they were not on the same page there's a lot of botches um not the worst dynamite opening i've seen but um Definitely it not. It De would be considered weak from what we've gotten in the last couple months. Now, this match was better than anything on Raw in, like, a, I don't know how long. Not, yeah, don't don't get me wrong. Just because I say it's not the best. Keep in mind, not... when we say something isn't that great on a Dynamite, that's not like saying something isn't good on WWE. It's been a long time since I've seen an unwatchable match on Dynamite. Whenever last Luther or Supre well, Supernico's not even that bad, just Luther. Um, I, I haven't seen those two on a dynamite in like six months. So, did you know I had a couple people ask me this week why we don't cover dark? Really? Yeah, <laughs> like somebody messaged me and it was like, Why don't you guys cover dark? And I was like, Because there's no point <laughs> because. I have a full-time job? I have a full-time job. And it really doesn't contribute anything to the main product. 
I would See, cover I, BTE before I would cover Dart because that. I know Rampage is going to be like pretty close to hand in hand with Dynamite, right. which is why which is why I'm going to watch the show and talk about it with you because it's going to directly affect Dynamite, which is like my favorite part of the show. So also Bryce is going to be on way more pods with me, so stay tuned for that. You're stuck with him, so am I. Yeah, yeah. We'll be we'll be adding some sprinkling in some more content. But, I uh, I tried to fire him last week. He said, "I'm the co-owner, bitch. You can't do that." Yeah. Um. And then I mooned him. <laughs> he didn't do that. I didn't moon him, <laughs> but he thought me- about me- it. I I metaphorically mooned him. Well, anyway, Jericho and Guerrero wasn't great. Jericho won with a Judas effect off the top rope that looked freaking awesome. Yeah, that, that was like the best part of the match was for the last two seconds. And Jericho won, and then after the match, Wardlow back from wherever the hell he was. I don't know. Was he in like a mystery dungeon or something? I think he's been doing stuff on Dark for a couple weeks, but don't quote me on that. He hit the F10, which is totally not a ripoff of Brock's F5. And pretty much next week, it's going to be Wardlow versus Jericho, and MGF is going to be ringside. So, And we all know Jericho's winning that because they're doing Jericho and MGF at the pay-per-view. <laughs> exactly. So, Anyway, we go backstage. Dasha Gonzalez. Get off my fucking screen! Is backstage... <laughs> With the Lucha Bros and Abrahentis. They were asked, where the hell is Pac? He's not a dynamite. Abrahentis implies that uh, someone's trying to mess with travel for the Death Triangle. They are um, stealing uh, Pac's plane tickets in the airport. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. Do these fools not realize that you need an ID to, like, board an airplane? Plus, it's like, can't you just have your, like, plane tickets on your phone nowadays anyways? Like, Bryce, I've been on two flights in my entire life, and I can tell you for sure that all plane tickets are digital now. Yeah, well, it's how it was when I went to California, so, you know, is what... <sighs> Okay, Andrade is pulling strings so that that Pac Andrade, can't get Okay, right? so here's how I imagine this goes: Andrade calls like Delta or United or I don't know who AEW and fly. cancel Pac's plane tickets. <laughs> and the, uh, send him to send him to Europe. Send, him, send to, him to Australia to fight the kangaroos. Send him to Uruguay. I don't care. <laughs> anyway. And then they ask him, who the hell are you? And then he hangs up. Um, <laughs> and then they do it anyway. So yeah, whatever. And they were like, so then Chavo and Andrade come up and they're like, imagine what it could be like if you worked for me. You should do it. You should stop working for that loser, Pac. You should be thanking us for the limo last week. And then the Lucha Bros told him to F off. You, you can fly Delta instead of Southwest. Come on, guys. <laughs> Come 
Come on, guys. You get two bags of peanuts on your airplane ride. Instead of one. <laughs> Instead of one. And you get a can of Coke. And it's oh. not caffeine-free like that crap on Southwest. Jesus. Oh, uh, my then God. Then we have a backstage segment with the Dork Order and Shivani. Ben's favorite segment. God damn it. Anyway. <laughs> like, okay. So the Dark Order, like the Dork Order, right? They ascended from Dork status for like a week. Yeah, because they had like a really decent match with all the members. And now they're back to Dorks. They're back to being geeks. So the Geek Order is backstage with Tony Schiavone. Again, I love Dynamite. I love AEW. But the Dark Order is my least favorite part of the television, besides you-know-who, the unmentionable one. Looking at you, Orange. (laughs) Schiavone asks about losing the 10-man tag last week. Hangman shows up and apologizes for losing the match. He, of course, grabs his drink. Worth noting, it was a can this time, not a glass. The Dark Order also say that they haven't been able to get a hold of him for a week, which makes me wonder, why was this can of beer right where the Dark Order were? Maybe he, like, stole it from, like, uh, Colt Cabana. Maybe Colt Colt Cabana was just having a drink, and he was just like, "Eh, I'm going to take this, and then leaves. (laughs) Yoinks his drink and walks away. (laughs) I think Colt Cabana's straight edge, so I don't think that applies to Colt. Uh, uh, Whoever in the Dark Order that would be most likely to drink a cold brewski. Evil Uno. He stole Evil Uno's beer from him. Paige basically tells the Dark Order to back off, and that he needs to solve this on his own and blah, 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 blah. Chances are you don't care. Uh, <laughs> because let's be honest, the dark order is like the worst part of page. Um, before we get to the next match, I feel I should insert some context here. Apparently ever rise signed with AEW, and like, I didn't know. I did not know of this until we started watching the show. And they called out Moxley, Kingston, and Allen. That sets up a tag team match, Daniel Garcia and 2.0, which is the former Everrise, against Moxley, Kingston, and Darby Allen. This was fucking great. <laughs> yes, it was. Everyone in this ring is great. And... um this was spectacular this whole match there was no missed spots here Allen wins with a coffin drop this was great I just I love it when you get a big match like this and everyone out of does nowhere. These, out of nowhere and everyone does exactly what they need to do to make the match great it feels like when you have a match this big, you got a dud in the pack that they can drag. I down was the worried match. that this was gonna drag down the show, but it didn't. It lifted it. Exactly. Like this was a solid part of the show, and I was like, "Wow!" And it wasn't really that good. long. No, it was like, oh, was it like 
seven, eight minutes. It wasn't that long. No, it wasn't. But speaking of not that long, Brian Cage got a promo. Uh, it was like a promo video. Cage vowed to destroy Team Taz, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't the best promo. Speaking of not the best, the elite. <laughs> Guys, we're not in Carolina anymore. We don't need the basketball thing. Um, Gallows and Anderson are getting ready to announce that they're defending the tag titles against Dark Order next week. The Impact tag titles, of course. The AEW tag titles still belong to the Young Fucks. Um, people that don't listen to this show that don't know how I actually feel about AEW must get very confused when I call the Dark Order the Dork Order and the Young Bucks the Young Fucks. It comes off as so negative. But it's just kind. Of, it's it's almost like a gimmick at this point. Look, it's 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 like a part of the show. My hatred point. for the Young Bucks has shrank dramatically in the last couple months. Whereas for me, it's grown. <laughs> well, we're on the same level now because before, I hated them vehemently. Now I just dislike them. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm. I I, lo- I really enjoyed them before, but now I'm just like whatever. Don't care. I like the elite as a whole, though, like as a group. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of good people, and they're entertaining to watch. And you know, love hearing Kenny talk. That's for sure. Can you? But, are you excited for him and Punk to do a, something? Oh God, that's like two titans fucking trading blows. That's gonna be wonderful. It's gonna be amazing. Hearing those two talk. Oh God, I look forward to it. Omega calls out Paige for blowing it last week, and now says he has no friends. And then Cutler. Cuts down the net. And then we get to a really good match. <laughs> yeah. Another one. Big surprise. God, the blade is really good. Yeah. I don't think I really gave him the light of day, but he's really good. Yeah. And Christian Cage is every bit of Christian Cage. This is, oh God, this was a wonderful match. Bell to bell, this hit on everything. And Christian won with a spear. Um, If we're wondering why we're not going too in detail on the matches, it's because we have a lot to talk about with the way this show ended. <laughs> we sure do. Plus, like... It's... It, like, There's a lot of good action in these matches, but a lot of it is... You know stuff you have to see more stuff. Than... You, it's 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 hard to go play by play. You know we're 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 not play by play commentators by any means. We're a couple of geeks that have nice microphones. That's what we are. Yeah. So you know if you if you if you want to play by play, 
watch the show. We're just we're just summarizing it the best we can and giving our honest thoughts. So and also spoiling it because, well, if you're watching this show, you, you should be expecting that. But then we go to a dueling promo between Santana and Ortiz and FTR. Noticeably, no cash this week after he gashed his arm open and hit an artery. Oh. Ouchie. And um, they Ortiz said to end it that the war is far from over. And uh, it seems like we're going to get another match between those four, which I'm perfectly fine with. Oh, absolutely. Especially if Cash doesn't get hurt. And then we get a Britt Baker promo. And I shit you not, it wasn't two weeks ago we were talking about what the hell are they going to do with that women's title. And they pulled they pulled something on us that we weren't expecting. They pulled it out of their ass. That's what I love about AEW. They always manage to surprise us. Even if we fully expect them to trip and fall on their heads. Which I'm not going to lie, I kind of expected them to do with this women's title. Uh, Brit, they, they, they have bought themselves time. Brit, Rebel, and Shivani are in the ring. I love Tony Shivani. We all love Tony Shivani here. Okay, I'll say this. In terms of podcasts, JR's podcast is slightly better than Tony Shivani's. I don't think I've watched either of their, their podcasts before. JR's is slightly better because JR was like the head talent relations guy in WWE, so he has more to. He's got a lot of stories. Right, and JR's memory is still go, 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 snap, 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 snap. Like, he has a lot. Just, yeah, just because he's not the best on play-by-play doesn't mean that he's got a bad memory or he doesn't have a lot to talk about. Right, and I enjoy both podcasts, and I love the hell out of Conrad Thompson. I think the world of Conrad... uh, and I think he does a great job with 83 Weeks and Grilling JR and all that. And I listen to those shows regularly. Uh, shout out to Kevin Nash, by the way. He was just on 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff. Oh, that was great. My God, go out of your way to listen to that. I know that anybody listening to this show probably already listens to Bischoff's podcast because Bischoff is friends with Bolin. A lot of our listeners listen to Bolin. He's been on Boland's show. So has Conrad. So if you haven't already heard it, after you're done listening to this, go listen to 83 Weeks, the newest episode, Kevin Nash. It's two hours of Conrad, Nash, and Bischoff shooting the shit. It's fantastic. Go listen to it. Go watch it. Whatever. But... It's just great. Anyway, back to this. Speaking of great, this promo. Uh, Brits basically said that she won the AEW women's title in Jacksonville and she's still the best in the business and whatever. And then Red Velvet's music hits. I didn't recognize her music at first. No, I didn't know it either until she walked out. And I, was I like, half oh. expected it to be Tessa. I'm not going to lie. I half thought it was Tessa and I was like, holy fuck. By the way, uh, there's more Tessa stuff. I I think Tessa's about to sign somewhere. 
by the way. Finally. Um, that'll be interesting. Can you imagine Tessa in this women's division? I almost feel like there's not room for her. Um, especially when, once Anna Jay comes back. There's not going to be any room for her. This women's division is going to be stacked. Dude, once Anna Jay comes back, I, I don't know. Because they're going to have to do something with her and Tay, right? They got to. Either turn Tay heel or turn Anna heel. Or make a women's tag division, which you almost can't do. Well, there's not enough women's tag teams. I mean, they could do it, but should they is another question. Not yet. I mean, we're getting there, but... we're. I think we're a couple years out on that still. I don't know if years, but a year, year and a half. It's it's out there. Red Velvet cuts a very good promo here. Says she may have been enhancement talent, but now she's twenty two and four. That is an impressive record, by the way. It's a very good record. Almost all on dark. It's just kind of unfortunate i'm so happy red velvet is back on tv by the way holy shit we, we haven't seen her in since the shack match no she had a match with jade after that and she got beat okay uh, um i think you missed dynamite that week i might have yeah that, that sounds right because that was that was the last thing i remember her was in the shack match so was I that would... the week you got sick or something i don't remember oh that that might have been the uh when i got the covid shot Oh, yeah, that's when you got the COVID shot. Yeah, I was going to say, got, was that the week I, I you got, had COVID, but you didn't have COVID, so that's not... No, I just I just got... I was out for a couple days. You got the COVID poke. Um, yeah. No, because the vaccine wasn't out yet, because that was March. Whatever. I, I, I don't remember. Anyway. So something, something happened, and I wasn't available, but anyways. So it sounds like it's going to be Britt Baker versus Red Velvet next week. For the AEW Women's Title on Rampage, awesome. Rampage is only going to be an hour, by the way. How do we feel about that? I thought you said it was going to be two hours. I thought it was. Only an hour? Yeah. Well, that'll be an easy show to do then. Won't it? <laughs> the, the, the AEW just keeps getting better. They they know what I want. <laughs> one two-hour show and one one-hour show. That is a manageable for me. Well, I look forward to it. At least they're they're giving me a reason to want to watch it. Exactly. So, we have we had the the DMD promo. Yep. And then Andrade was about to cut a promo. Chavo then abused Fuego del Sol. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, this part. <laughs> he just starts throwing him into the, the metal door because he didn't shine his shoes fast enough. And then Chavo <laughs> said if the Lucha Bros keep working for Pac, they'll never be champions. I don't think Chavo and Andrade get it that they don't work for Pac. They're friends with Pac. Yeah. Um. Not not quite registering the, the brains, but... It is what it is. Then we get a Hangman Elite segment. Shivani's in the ring about to interview Hangman, and then out come the Elite. This ends in fuckery. 
after Omega accuses Paige of trying to rejoin the Elite. And it just ends in Paige getting the absolute hellbeat out of him. Kazarian gets the hellbeat out of him. The Dark Order look like they're going to run out and make the save, but Uno and Grayson cut it off at the pass. And this ends in everybody, not Omega and the Elite, in a heap. Oh, they got... Kazarian and Paige got obliterated. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see what what's going to happen with those two moving forward. And then we get a promo from somebody who I thought they killed dead. Dan Lambert of American Top Team is going to be on TV next week. I almost forgot about this part. I did forget about this part. And then I looked at my notes and I was like, oh yeah, Dan Lambert's on this show. And he says he's bringing backup for I don't know what. Whatever that might mean. Is Jorge Masvidal going to fight Lance Archer? Like, Tune in next week for Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> and Rampage, both in Pittsburgh. Woohoo. Well, we'll see how that goes. All right. Miro versus Lee Johnson. This was over before it started. <laughs> I, I, we noticed the signs right away. R.I.P. Lee Johnson. All of the signs that people in the back were holding up saying R.I.P. Lee Johnson. Or... I think wasn't there a sign that like said thank you big shoddy RIP or some shit like that? I think so. That sounds right. That sounds like something you mentioned during the show. Oh, God. And we all know we all knew how this was going from the beginning. Miro Sh- killed him. Shoddy Lee Johnson is dead. Metaphorically. Miro wins with the game over. They announced the Rampage announced team. Excalibur, Mark Henry, Taz, and Chris Jericho. Why did you say Taz like that? Taz. Taz. Slip of the tongue. This is late. We are two idiots. Taz. Excalibur, Mark Henry, and Chris Jericho. This, there's no way that this is the regular commentary team, right? I think one of them is probably going to mainly do interviews. Well, they can have Chris Jericho on Rampage every week. I mean, I don't mind Jericho on commentary. No, I didn't, I didn't say I'm opposed to it. I'm just saying, is this if really If this is actually a four-man commentary booth, I'm ramming my head through my table. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I... I get I get more than what I asked for with Excalibur, Shivani, and Jim Ross. This isn't going to be much better. This is going to be worse. Mark Henry is the chaotic neutral and all of that. Um, yeah. Um, you know when Mark Henry is your neutral force that you have a problem. There's a lot of people at this table that talk too much. <clears throat> Taz. Um, Taz, Taz, Taz talks a lot, and Jericho also talks a lot. This this commentary table is going to be a and Excalibur doesn't shut the fuck up. 
Yeah, he's going to be giving an oral history, and Jericho is going to be screaming, and Taz is going to be like, Yo, Team Taz! And um, it, it's going to be a mess. I know you didn't say it. I know you said oral history, but I heard oral history. I mean, <laughs> what's the difference at this point? It's it's going to be a... It's, it's coming gonna be out of Excalibur's thing. mouth. There's no difference. I don't think that this is going to be... I, I have to imagine that this is just for this first show. It's like it's like a special commentary team for it. That's my prediction. I might be wrong. Anyway, we go backstage to Christian Cage, who is in a great mood. He's happy. He's number one contender. And they ask about Layla coming out and taking out the bunny during his match with the blade. And then he starts singing the Golden Girls theme song. Uh... <laughs> Cringe. <laughs> at least he at least he acknowledged it was a bad joke. Shivani didn't even laugh. You know it was a bad joke if Tony didn't laugh. Sh- Sh- Shivani was like stone cold face. Oh. And Jericho was just like, haha, uh, sorry for the bad joke. Bad meme. <laughs> um. Oh my. So it sounds like we're going to get Christian versus Omega at all out. I'm all here for it. Some people aren't going to like it, but I'm here for it. I don't be great. Uh, and then Layla Hirsch versus the Bunny. I don't even want to talk about this match. Hirsch won. I want to talk about after the match. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god! So Camille, Camille, okay. Layla Hirsch looked short standing next to the Bunny. Who is short? Who? Who? She is not a tall individual. Um, <laughs> Camille comes to the ring from the crowd, she, from the crowd, from the front row with her belt on, with her title belt. And she is like a foot and a half taller than this lady. <laughs> like Layla Hirsch, the to- tippy top of her head is right at chest level with Camille. <laughs> she is like staring down at her. Like she on. is looking straight down at Layla <laughs> And I'm just like, oh, okay. There's a size difference here. So Camille is five foot ten, according to Pro Wrestling Wiki. I'm now gonna look up Layla Hirsch's height. Up copy and paste picture of like great Kali standing next to Rey Mysterio. Okay. The, and Rey Mysterio is just staring straight up at him. The, the, this is going to make everyone listening to this laugh really hard. So uh, Camille is 5'10", so she's not even that tall. She's Yeah, she's, she's like an inch or two shorter than me. Right. Layla Hirsch is 4'11". She is 4'11"? Uh-huh. She is a full foot shorter than her. Yeah. Oh my. So that is. There's a there's a size difference here. That's for sure. Um. That's about all I gotta say about that. <laughs> yeah, Hirsch won. Good match. 
go watch it. And then look at the size difference between Hirsch and Camille for a laugh. <laughs> and, and, and chuckle a little bit. Also, the best friends were out there, as were the Hardy family office. Um, Orange Cassidy made me want to puke. Uh, as does his existence. Uh, Cargill and Sterling cut a promo. It sounds like Cargill is going to be wrestling again next week on Elevation. Maybe I'll watch Elevation next week. Hint, that was sarcasm. Um, also, during the uh, Hirsch uh, Bunny match, I guess we got to talk about this because they did announce a match for it. Rose and Statlander were kind of going back and forth, and they're going to have a match next week. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I guess that's the thing that's happening, so that'll be good. We also have the Impact Tag title match as well as Jericho versus Wardlow. Uh, I feel like there's less matches announced for next week than normal, and I wonder if that's because it rampage well they normally announce four matches for dynamite but i guess because there's two shows they did announce four matches one for rampage three for dynamite so i guess they announced the same amount of matches there's just two shows now right uh and then we get malachi black versus cody rhodes what the hell uh this was one-sided which i did not expect this match was like four minutes it was a squash. Malachi killed Cody in this. The match. whole post match segment was longer than the match. And this is to write Cody off TV so he can go film the Go Big show. Which, if they don't have Paul White on that, is a total missed opportunity. Uh, I, I was at a loss for words. Cody went through a damn table. Um, Mal- Malachi had some beefy hits on Cody in this match. Malachi looked great and won with a black mass, and he pinned him with one foot on his chest. If their goal here was to make Malachi look I like... I don't think he's losing for a while. Yeah. Um, if you can turn Cody into mincemeat like that, you're going to have a streak, probably. And then Cody starts cutting a promo, talks about the infighting, talks about they're not alternative, they're competition, calls AEW the greatest place in the world, and then he starts to take off his boots, saluted the audience, then Black grabbed a crutch that got thrown into the ring to help Cody stand up because he was selling a leg injury, and he hit him with a crutch, Cody was dead. Malachi was standing there laughing evil, all evil-like, and showing off the air. And that ended Dynamite. I give it a A-. minus. It was pretty good. There wasn't really a bad point in the show. If you want to pick one, I guess, Hoovy and Jericho, but even that wasn't... It was... It was what you'd expect from those two at their age. Yeah. So, like, it wasn't, like, anything I didn't expect. So, you know, I, I went, in it, went in it with fair expectations, and I wasn't let down. So, you get you get bonus points for that, I guess. So, overall, Bryce, a topsy-turvy, wild, funny week in wrestling. Yeah, unfortunately. 
God. It's kind of sour. Outside of Dynamite. No, I mean, D- Dynamite was great. It's just everything leading up to it this week's just been kind of... Ugh. Yeah. Leaves a bad taste in your mouth, you know? Well, here's my thing, all right? We've got SummerSlam coming up at the end of the month. Uh, we've got the New Japan show on the 14th. Oh, also, that's what we wanted to announce on the show, isn't it? We're adding New Japan to our coverage. Yes. Because... New Japan is good. <laughs> New Japan is good, and uh, there's some things coming down the pike that I think will make this make a lot more sense. Yeah. For people Plus, that aren't already in the know that this is happening, I know I've told a couple people that we're adding New Japan. It, it makes sense, too, considering the way that talent has, been, talent has been rotating around these promotions and it's going to start on the 14th with the uh pay-per-view i can't remember the name of it right now because i'm bad at my job i do this professionally folks just kidding that'll be a little something next weekend yeah i'm getting the official date on i think it's the 14th Yeah, 14th for Resurgence, and that's in L.A. Oh, that's in L.A. Yes. Surprised they're allowed to do shows in L.A. right now. And then the Wrestle Grand Slam is September 4th and 5th at the MetLife Dome in... I'm not going to try to pronounce that with my bad eyes, Japan. And then they're supposedly doing a garden show later this year as well. Yeah, excited excited to see the uh the new addition to the show. Uh again, like I said, this is all going to make a lot more sense in the next few weeks as to why there's all of a sudden just this sudden rush of like shit. So we are going back to our old schedule where we review where we watch the shows and then review them immediately. We're not sticking to the weekly. Uh just seemed like people weren't taken to it as well. So we're going to go back to what we did before. I guess if it ain't broke, don't fix, don't fix it, right? Which, to be fair, the reason we switched to the weekly thing is we thought it was, it was, be, it, was th- it was, it was like an experiment. We thought it, really, it was going to be easier. It really didn't make things that much easier. It didn't make a difference. If we're going to be honest, it it didn't make a difference. Um. And we were less consistent with the weekly show than we were with uh, just uploading them the day or the two days after. So we're going to go back to day or two after the event coverage. And that's what it's going to be. I I do want to start doing some live content uh, eventually if we can. And, and maybe we do that for SummerSlam. Um, I've considered that. But there's a lot going on right now behind the scenes that is really exciting for the show. And we can't talk about it yet, but there's some really cool shit coming. Stay tuned. Some of which, which, like I said, I can't talk about, is uh, getting finished up this weekend. And you will know more probably next week, right? have to imagine i mean 
we don't have clearance to announce it yet, so I don't know that. We'll 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 cross that bridge when we get there. No no sense in making promises we can't keep. Well, it's not a promise we can't keep. I was we were just told not to talk about it. So, <laughs> yeah, just you know, our all, lips are sealed for now. All we can say is that things are coming. A lot more content. A lot more regular content. Some special bonuses added in there. Bryce, I am so excited to be doing an in-person show in it's two, gonna be, it, two it's weeks, gonna, man. Two gonna, weeks. Hey, dude, me and you get to watch the AEW Rampage, the first dance live from the United Center in the same room. It's going to be awesome. Presuming the studio's done. <laughs> it, it would be monumental. Some could say. Okay, so to give you guys an idea, my studio is set up for one, one person. I, I sit in front of this monitor I have here. I have my interface. I have the microphone. This surface was not built with the idea of two geeks are going to sit at it and record content. So SummerSlam is going to be interesting <laughs> for so many reasons. Hopefully we don't run into too many speed bumps. And if we do... Oh, well, we'll figure we'll, it out. We'll just figure it out like we always do. Because here's the thing, folks. Come hell or high water, we're going to get those shows out. <laughs> How we do it? When we do it, can change a little bit, but you'll 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 get your fix. But Bryce, we get to do in-person recording. Imagine how much we can do with that. We can we can sprinkle in some memes here and there. Oh, yes. Hey, maybe we bring back the video shows for like a couple of days. We'll, we'll see. All right, folks. Well, we have sat here and talked about professional wrestling for an hour, like we do pretty much every every time we're here. There is no exception. Um, it is now three forty-five in the morning. I have yeah, to be up in two hours. It's it's sleepy time for us, I think. Everybody, uh, have a good day, and uh, we will see you guys. Oh God, um. When the hell's the next show? It's not Dynamite. Or is it? Well, I'll probably do a SmackDown show this week. So, I will see you guys tomorrow for Dynamite. Or Dynamite. Good lord. <laughs> Tomorrow's Thursday, Ben. You mean Friday? Oh. Yeah, that's tomorrow, dummy. Oh, oh, oh sorry. Uh, Small brain. Pea yeah, brain. Yeah. No kidding. Anyway, so tomorrow night SmackDown. I don't look forward to that, but look forward to a rant. That's all I'm gonna say because I fully expect them to gaff this. Um, but yeah, everybody have a great, wonderful Thursday, and I will see you guys tomorrow night after SmackDown. And thank you so much for joining us on this venture through stupidity, which is really what it was. Thank <laughs> you.
That it was. And I hope everyone has a good rest of their week. Peace out. Bye.